Good afternoon. This is the seventh day of April, and uh, today we're going we're going to look at uh, some things that uh, we all co- uh, get into, and we all have uh, uh, things comes into our life, and uh, they are life changing, and and a lot and uh, there are a lot of tragedies, and a lot of troubles, and uh, this is part of what life is about. I know, I know today, people, I know they want. They want a life where there is no uh, consequences and, and where there is no trouble and where there is no responsibility. And they want, they want to live a life that uh, uh, can do what they want to, go where they want to, and, and, and so on. But uh, that's an impossible dream. And uh, we got to face uh, what? is real in this world. And so today we're going to look in the book of Matthew chapter 14. All right? And we're going to begin in verse 22. And uh, and so uh, uh, I uh, uh, heard a, uh, a commercial on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the TV uh, the other day. They were, they were advertising uh, this machine uh, to monitor your heart, and in there they said that uh, just like you, uh, uh, not your car though, your car on the on the dash has a, a check engine light. When there's something wrong, the light comes on, and you know there's something wrong. And so, but in the in the in the human heart, uh, light doesn't come on. But it will uh, uh, cause the uh, the expression, the countenance of your face to change, your manner of life, and uh, will change. And and uh, you can tell a person uh, if they are happy. You can tell a person if if he's sad, and if he's angry, and excited, and uh, this is sort of like the. Check engine light, and so uh, you can tell if a person uh, is is uh, really uh, satisfied with the li- the way life is going today. I don't know. You may you may be you may be one of those where everything's going right right now, and uh, the troubles that you had are sort of forgotten. The problems that came up. You know they kind of fade in the back of your mind, and uh, today we we're, we're gonna we're gonna look at uh, life's predicaments, life's problems, eh? life's purpose, and uh, the person in our life, and uh, and uh, uh, today there is a lot of troubles going on, and today. News just fills the air, and uh, of the troubles, and uh, and the tragedies that's going on in this world, <clears throat> and uh, uh, Christianity, and uh, and being a believer, being saved, is not a uh, immune system from those trials and those tragedies, and. If you're some kind of a Bible reader, you can tell and read from 
from Genesis all the way through that uh, God's people always had trouble. God's people always had trials. And they were always uh, had uh, some kind of misfortune. And so today uh, we're going to look at some uh, some things there, <coughs> and I want you I want you to uh, see if the uh, check engine light is on in your heart, and so uh, it, uh, it it will indicate that uh, there there's no enthusiasm. No excitement. And you're not looking forward to the things of Christ and things of God. And maybe church has sort of gotten dull. And you go through uh, uh, the uh, uh, prayer just, just like it's a formality. And, and uh, so Bible reading has not helped you, has not instructed you, and has not freed you from, you know, addictions and habits, and and, and you still have a troubled heart. And you're trying to do right, trying to do good, but there are just some things that's coming in, and it, it, it seems like that uh, uh, going to church, serving God, you know, praying and Bible. It seems like all those things are not the answer. So a lot of times we get in trouble. We try to solve and have solutions and uh, to the things that we are going through. All right? And uh, <clears throat> now the Bible does say, you know, in, a, in, the, in the book of Romans chapter 10, that if if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Huh? Now again, the heart is there. You know, it, it, it also says, you know, that if if uh, if thou believest in thy heart that God raised him dead, okay, and you confess it with your mouth, well. It's a salvation is there, and and uh, but you but you get to the point now that salvation is not helping you. It's not salvation is not it is it, is not the solutions to life's problem. And today you're looking for money, you're looking for wealth, and uh, and different things, different places. And uh, looking all around for the answer to your problem. But God has only one answer to our life's problem. And it is in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the answer to all of life's problems. Now, <clears throat> we do want, and the only reason why a lot of people pray is they want to get out of, of, of a situation. And uh, and they have run into into a dead end, and so there's no way out. So they pray. But but you know the thing that uh, we need to do is that we don't need prayer to get us out of problems, 
as much as a prayer to make us sensitive and aware that problems and situations may arise from what we are doing and 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 and, and the things that uh, is happening in our in our life and so today we're going to look at here in Matthew chapter 14 all right and uh, you know I, I, want, I want you if you have a bible look in there and begin in verse uh, 22 now uh disciples they were as much human you know as we are they were not super uh uh man or anything like that they were just down to earth people just like we are and and they went about uh and they lived their life just like we do and so <clears throat> we're going to start out reading Matthew chapter 14 okay and begin in verse 22 now listen listen to what it says and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Now, <clears throat> this is the event where Jesus fed the 5,000. All right? But now when you read that, uh, the prior verses, you'll find out there that they wanted to make Jesus <coughs> king right there and then. And, and uh, <coughs> a uh, exciting, enthusiastic meeting. And, uh, and, and the crowd was stirred up. And uh, to keep the disciples from getting involved in that, what that would mean if they made him king is that there would be no atonement. And Jesus would not go to the cross. And they wanted his, to make him king right there. And a lot of people are bypassing uh, the, uh, uh, the sacrifice of Christ and the crucifixion and the burial and the resurrection. They want to bypass the gospel of Christ. Now, <clears throat> these disciples... They were just like me and you. And, and uh, you know, that uh, excitement, enthusiasm, you know, is kind of contagious. And sometimes without even noticing, without being aware, we get caught right up in it. <clears throat> and that Jesus, he took them away from there and, uh, and took them down to the shoreline where the ship was. Now, it says there that Jesus constrained them. To get into the ship, and and uh, it was not because they they necessarily wanted to stay in in there with the uh, the five thousand people. It because see these men were fishermen, and they had sailed in that ship many times. They have gone out in uh, in that sea many times, and when they looked up, that uh, they saw the clouds stirring, and felt the uh, soft breeze. And somehow the disciples knew there was a storm that was brewing. There was a storm that was fixing to come. And they knew that. They understood that. And uh, <clears throat> they might have not uh, known at the time that Jesus knew all this. 
But Jesus uses sometimes the troubles in this world and takes us through that. He will use things in this world to teach us who he is, what he can do, and the power that's in him. And so he had he had taken him by, uh, by the arm and, and uh, one by one put him in the ship. And they were hesitant because they knew a storm was going to was, was going was going to come upon that sea. And uh, I think it might have been uh, coaxed a little easier if Jesus had gotten to the ship first and sat down and said, "Come on, boys, we're going to the other side." If he was in there, but he did not go with them, and uh, but they got into the ship, and they launched out, and just a few hours after that, when darkness came, they were in the middle of the sea, and storm was brewing, the wind and the waves, and the ship was being tossed back and forth. And uh, Jesus, he went up to a mountain, it says here, to pray alone. But he looked from there. He saw them rowing and towing. He saw them working and trying to stay afloat. And you know, a lot, lot, lot of times, when things just come up in our life, and we're going to we're going to face some troubles from time. We're going to face trials. We're going to face some storms in our life. And but remember one thing: okay? don't try to do this on your own, because the strength of man, the wisdom of man, and uh, and uh, and the way we work is not sufficient. <clears throat> and so that's what they were doing, and Jesus saw them. Now remember, the things you're going through and the things you have been going through and the things that will come to pass in the future, Jesus sees all them. It's not that he's not concerned. It's not that he doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't have power. It's not that he's not real. But this year is to help us Put our faith in Him. Put our faith in uh, uh, the work of the cross. Now, when uh, when Jesus saw them, it says He went and He walked on the water. Now, thus that is God's answer to our predicament, and. Um, they were fearful, they were worried, they were stressed out and uh, under pressure, and they were tensed and 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 doing all they can, but of no use. <clears throat> and the Bible says there that Jesus came walking upon the water. It is to show them who he is in our predicament. And and uh, he can solve some of these things that we go through. Some of these things he will go with us 
and go all the way through them. And uh, life's problems, he wants to be involved in your problems. And he wants to be there to escort you through your problems and the panics that you have, the fear that you have, and and uh, the worries that you have. Now listen, there, there has been times, probably in your life, that has in mine, that uh, uh, at night, when turn out the lights in the bedroom, and you put your head on the pillow, and quietly, silently, that we may sob, and tears will come streaming down our face onto our pillows. Do you know, Jesus, he sees all that. He understands all that. Because he was tempted as like we are, yet without sin. At all points, he was tempted. And he, he knows what we go through. And it is to teach us that we can go through these things because he went unto them walking on the water. He said, fear not, be not afraid. How many times has Christ Jesus ever told us that? How many times has he tried to reassure and try to comfort us? And uh, But a lot of times there is too much stress, worry, and, and uh, we're trying to get ourselves out that we need to listen. There's a still small voice that will calm us. And Jesus came unto them walking on the water. And they saw him and they, they, they thought it was a spirit. Now, I don't know, I don't know who all hears this, okay? but you know there are a lot of people today, they believe in ghosts. A lot of people, they believe that uh, people that die, they will come back. But you know, uh, those people that uh, uh, I know, uh, some of the people that I know have died, they wouldn't want to come back. Not to this world. They are in a place called heaven. And they are in a place where Jesus is sitting on the right hand of God the Father. They're not going to come back. And and all that, but he has empowered us and and uh, to stand against the demons and the and the devils. And I pray that you will ask Christ to come into your life and uh, solve so many problems. And he wants you to do that. He wants to be with you. He wants to teach you. He wants to strengthen your faith. He wants to um, uh, make you understand that the reality of his person, his purpose, and his plan for your life. And I pray today that uh, if you're going through some trials and troubles, and uh, just like the disciple was in, uh, in that little ship in the, in the middle of the, of the sea, it was a time, a fearful time. 
And Jesus understood that. He wants us to conquer our fear. He wants us to conquer all the things that we are afraid of. And he wants to conquer our needs and our supplies. The resources that Jesus has for our life. He wants to prove them to us. And he wants to bring the reality of prayer unto us in times of trouble, times of trial. And many times, people use troubles and trials to get closer to God. And, and uh, God allows these things to happen in our life to show us He is compassionate. He does see. <coughs> he is concerned. And He will come to us in the person of Jesus Christ. And so today, if you have never trusted Him, if you have never been saved, never been born again, you don't even know. You, you may not know what, what it was. I talk, uh, 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 talked to a, a man here a while back, and he said that I was the first t- first one that has ever talked to him about Jesus Christ. There are people out there like that, and we need to understand that Christ wants to come into our lives and he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. And he wants us to include in solving problems and giving him praise. All right? So remember, Jesus is the answer to our predicament and to our problems. He has a plan he came unto them. And all, and all that. But he is the solution. The answer to our life's problem. So today, I want you to understand. If you've never been saved, that means you're lost. It means you're a sinner. And that means you need him in your life. Now, troubles... The predicament, problems, they're not going to cease. It's that you'll be able to cope with them. You'll be able to go through them a little bit better. And, but you'll be praising God. Maybe even in the midst. But especially when you come out. And if you got into the ship, the wind ceased, the waves quit. And they were instantly on the other side. Christ has promised us a safe landing on heaven's shore. He didn't say we would have smooth sailing between here and there. But he will come to us in our need. So today, confess that one sin is called unbelief. All right? It's called unbelief. Not believing. Not trusting. And not receiving him as Savior. 
if thou shall believe with all thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. <clears throat> it also said farther down the verse, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so today, just say, Lord Jesus, I'm lost. I got sins piling up on me all around. And Lord, I can't do anything with my sins. But you came to earth to save. You came to earth to cleanse our sins. You came to earth as a sacrifice for our sins and to save our soul. So right now, I'm going to receive you by faith into my heart. And I will be better equipped to solve the solutions to life problems. Amen. So anyway, today, I pray that you allow Christ to come into your life. Not just Sundays. And, and not just when we got our problems. But even during the middle of the days when everything is going good, you need to have him in your life. Amen. I'm going to pray that you will receive him and you will know what it is to be forgiven, to be born again, to be accepted into God's family. And this Sunday, I pray you'll find a church where they are preaching the Word of God. Lord bless you.